Hi, I'm Javis Lewis, and in this episode, I'm going to show you how to create a zoom blur effect in Photoshop. And the reason why I'm explaining that is because I recently created this little animation. And in fact, I'm going to make a, I've made a whole video about how to create this animation, the so-called vertigo shot or the Jaws shot or the Hunter Thompson shot in Dash Studio, which is a combination of dollying and zooming. And I'm explaining how that works in Dash Studio. And for that, I wanted to create a thumbnail for the YouTube video. And I made this. And I a little bit of thought into it how can I convey what does the animation show and how can that be condensed into a still image so that we can see what's happening in the animation and that is the effect I used and I thought I'll show you how that works in Photoshop because I hadn't used it in a while and it's one of those things uh, I, I did remember how to do it I wasn't a bit of a rush we went to see friends in Ohio so I literally uploaded this seconds before we went to the airport so all a bit of a bit of a rush day there but let's see how we can do that in Photoshop. It's fairly easy. It's just, you know, like so many things, it's knowing how to do it. So I've got Photoshop CC 2017 here. That's not the latest version at the time of recording, but it is the version that's most stable on my system. I've tried the 2018 version. Terrible, terrible. So we're not using that. And I've got one of my still images from the animation open here. And the first thing we can do, so this is just a regular one rendered frame of it, like the 30, you can probably see it, the 30th frame in the animation this is. So the background has a bit of depth of field on there, but it certainly doesn't look like the zoomed in effect that we just saw there in the thumbnail. So the first thing that I'm gonna do is I'm gonna create a duplicate of my layer here. In case you're using a JPEG image, then this is not going to say layer one. It's going to have uh, the word background there with kind of a kind of a slanted font. If that's the case, just double click it and then Photoshop will convert that into a regular layer. To create a copy, you can hold the Alt key down while clicking and dragging on that image and that'll create a duplicate of your layer. Or you can just right click on the text bit here and use the duplicate layer option. That will just work just as fine. Selecting the top layer here, you can name them as well, of course, I'm just gonna not do that. To apply the effect, you select the top layer and before we actually do that, we're gonna turn this into a smart object. And that allows us to adjust the filter settings should we not be happy with it, so to be completely non-destructive there. So it allows us to change the settings without having to burn anything into a layer. I always like smart objects. So the way to do that, select the top layer, head over to the layers palette here and select smart objects, convert to smart object. And then you can see that little weird icon. I don't, don't really know what it means, but that is you know, showing you that this layer is now a smart object. And the advantage of that is if we apply that filter, I'm going to show you now, we can adjust the settings later. So let's add that effect here. It's under, with, still with the layer selected, of course, it's under filter, blur, and in our case, it's a radial blur. Even though that doesn't quite describe what it is, the zoom blur is a setting that we can set on the radial blur. So select, well, sorry, that, 
was the wrong effect there. Let me just do that again. My uh, my finger just slipped there. So radial blur, not shape blur, radial blur. And there we go. We've got two options here. We've got the spin blur, which will create something similar, kind of a kind of a spirally type effect. And what Photoshop there does there really is it will create several images in the background and then just merge them and blur them together. But what we really want is the zoom effect here, the blur method zoom. And there's this little field here, blur center. Mine is already set kind of off center because I would like the center of that zoom effect to be on her face, that's the idea. But I believe if you've just called it up, it'll just remember the last setting you've used on that. So it could be anywhere else. So it's usually in the center here. Quality, draft, good, best, doesn't make much of a difference, but you know, if you have a nice fast computer, if you want to treat yourself, go for best. I think good is good enough. So uh, click OK, and then you can see what Photoshop does there. And uh, that may not be exactly what you're looking for. This may be too blurred, this may not be blurred enough, and the center of the blur doesn't, may not be in the exact same position that you want it. So it's, in my case, it is on the chair rather than her face. So that's where these smart objects come in. That's why I've converted that layer earlier, because now if we want to adjust the settings, we can just simply double click on radial blur down here. Had I not done that, I'd have to literally create a new copy of the layer and start the effect again. That's the issue. So usually this effect is applied directly to the layer and the layer itself changes and we don't have an option to rejig the settings afterwards. But because we're clever, we've used smart objects, we can just double click radial blur and we go back to that dialog box and we can do all kinds of things. So amount, for example, let's try and uh, set that to 50. And let's see if I can figure out where the position of her face is. So I, I think Adobe could really do a better job here at letting us pick this directly from the image rather than having to second guess, well, where is her face in here? I can, really can't see that. So this is probably there. I, I could be right, I could be wrong. Let's just see what happens. I'm still not quite there. You can see that the blurred effect is now a lot more, but that's perhaps a little bit too much for my liking. So I think I want to, to change the change that focal point further over to her face and reduce the blur a little bit more. So again, I'm going to double click that and move that ever so slightly over to the right and perhaps the amount, I'm going to reduce that down to 40 and see what happens there. So that's a good start. And I kind of like the background here. I'm literally just looking at the background, not so much at the figure that's very much distorted. I mean, if you like that effect, you know, go for it absolutely fine. But I like the idea of seeing the figure in her actual focused rendered position here. So if I switch off my top layer, lucky for us, we still have a bottom layer that lets that figure bleed through. So all we need to do now is with the top layer uh, visible again, we can apply a layer mask and then paint out this portion that we want to shine through from the bottom layer. And in order to do that, again, with the top layer selected, you can select that little rectangular icon down here, and that'll create a layer mask on that. Now, be careful. You can either select the layer, or you can select the layer mask now and see what the outline is there. So make sure you select the layer mask, and then pick a nice soft brush. So this is the brush icon here. Just uh, select that. And Pick one from the big list here from, from any of the, this soft round brush will be enough and uh, you can select the, you can edit the size accordingly depending on your needs really. 
One more important thing, there's this little icon here, the, the colors. If you select that tiny icon that uh, lets you paint with white and black, so first of all, these colors will change to black and white. We want to paint with black, so also in addition, click that little kind of angular arrow icon here that switches the color. So the foreground color is now black, and that's the color with which I'd like to paint with my brush. And if I do that on the layer mask, then anything on the bottom below that layer will shine through. So if I do that right on her face, I can zoom in and see if that size is, is big enough. There we go. If I do that, then you can see that the layer mask is now coming through and her features are coming out. So there we go. That's, that's exactly what I want to do. And you can either leave it just on her face. That may be quite nice. Just focus on the face and focus on the eyes. Or you can do that with the rest of her body. I think I'm going to do that just paint all that out. It doesn't have to be absolutely accurate, just something that lets that layer on this position shine through. There, maybe do that with the hair as well, get, get her hair on there as well. Perfect. That's how that works. If you want to ever look at the layer mask, so I, it looks like I can see from the thumbnail here, I haven't painted this bit out, so that's still a little bit uh, swished out. I can either go and paint over that, or I can look at the layer mask in full screen. And the way to do that is to hover over the layer mask and use Alt and click on it. And that will show me literally just the layer mask. And that means I can now go in and say, I think I've got my outlines correct, but I haven't quite done the middle bit here and I haven't quite done this. So I can go ahead and, uh, and paint that out a little bit more accurately. It's just another one of those Photoshop tricks, you know. I thought I'd mention that here. And to go back to see your actual result, go ahead and select that layer without the alt, and that'll show you the, the full picture with the layer mask applied there. That was it. I hope this was helpful. Then, of course, at, in, my, in my other screenshot, I did actually add that branding on there. So that's just copied in from another layer and just put on to the top of that. You can also apply a little bit of color correction on there. That's, I guess that's what I've done there. But uh, in essence, that's exactly how I've created the effect. I hope this was helpful to increase your Photoshop knowledge. And I thought I'd just give you that little quick tip here while I'm on the road traveling. If you like this video, then of course, please share it with friends, family, and total strangers. And don't forget to subscribe to my channel. I will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.